Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, and I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City, and we're going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours. We get started every single weeknight. That's Monday through Friday. Every now and then, somebody goes, hey, JR, I was trying to listen to you on Saturday. I'm like, I ain't going to be here Saturday. Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. You can call me 855-212-4CBS. And obviously the Super Bowl and the future is a, a topic of conversation. And that's where we've been here for the last two hours as we have looked at the Chiefs and we've looked at the Bengals. We've talked about uh, Jalen Hurts and his ascension. And then we talked about the 49ers, unfortunately, and their fall, especially the case of Brock Purdy, who we have learned today has suffered a torn UCL in his elbow. He will not be throwing a football for the next six months. And obviously, this will complicate the San Francisco 49ers and their plans at quarterback uh, moving forward. It appeared that Brock Purdy was going to get that chance. I detailed to you last hour, if I were the 49ers, uh, I would have looked to trade and move Trey Lance, who's going to be due $34 million over the duration of his contract. And Brock Purdy, being the last dude selected in the draft, is still only owed about 3 to $4 million over about four years. And uh, 49ers are going to have to hold on to both of them, I believe, just for insurance, unless they feel there's a capable backup uh, behind Trey Lance somewhere that they could pick up but we saw how that backup situation worked on Sunday as no one wanted to see Josh Johnson unfortunate situation as we continue on with the show uh, right before we went to break I told you we'll discuss the Cincinnati Bengals Uh, a lot of trash talking from the Bengals a lot of trash talk from the mayor of, of Cincinnati and so we'll get into that We'll talk about the plays that helped decide the end of the game. Joseph Asai and Jermaine Pratt, his own teammate, linebacker, pretty much calling him out and then apologizing. And damn it, it's it's been two days, I guess, three days going on. LeBron James absolutely losing his mind uh, on Saturday night 
and then not playing tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. So we'll talk about LeBron and his temper tantrum. And Aaron Rodgers' trade is realistic. There's there's a lot to get into. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's actually talk to Jeff. He's calling from Kansas City. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR, what's up, man? Long time no see, man. I'm going to be calling a lot more often, man, but good to hear you. Thanks, Jeff. I'm always here. What's up? Oh, nothing. He got abducted. Chef, did he get abducted by aliens? You know, I he, I, he, he, he got abducted by up. aliens, right? If he sounds okay for the first seven seconds, then it gets a little iffy. And then it just goes to like static, like the old days. We used to see that, you know, like newspaper on, on, on the TV. Yeah, he said he was calling. Well, he was from Kansas City. Yeah. I was going to say maybe he's calling from uh, Area 51 or something. Uh, yeah. But but anyway, here, here's the deal, folks. He was calling from Kansas City. I'm I'm sure he was going to big up the Kansas City Chiefs, and they deserve to be bigged up because they're winners. They're going back to another Super Bowl. I'm sure he's thrilled that he has someone like Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Uh, if I were most of the teams in the NFL, I would probably be uh, jealous about that fact. And they're going to another Super Bowl. And the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, everybody and their mother, well, seemingly from the Bengals and even the mayor, like talk smack about them heading into the game. If you didn't hear what the mayor said, let's listen to part of it. He's Cincinnati Mayor Aftab Purval. I think that's how you say it. Well do, well anyway, done. what, Shep? He said, well done. Is that his name? I believe so. I don't think most people got that right this weekend. But who, but who cares what his name is, right? <laughs> this man here is Cincinnati, a loser. Maybe too. not anymore after the proclamation, but. Yeah, he's a loser. Let's not even play the whole thing. Let's, let's play half of what this clown had to say. Listen to the mayor of Cincinnati before the game. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC Championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. Okay, whereas all no, season no long, no mas. I mean, well, come on. Like, you don't got nothing better to do. I haven't been to Cincinnati in a while, but, I mean, come on, man. This is Cincinnati, are, are there people hungry out there? I'm sure. Uh, people living on the street? I'm sure. I mean, you got better. You don't got nothing better to do. You got to tell everybody that Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' daddy. Travis Kelsey had fun with him on CBS after the game finished. Listen. some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to party! Travis Kelsey just needs to be mic'd up for the entire Super Bowl. They should mic up him and his brother, of which they probably will be. And just let's listen to what crap that they're gonna talk uh, throughout the course of the whole game. I'm not going to listen to any of the pregame nonsense because it will drive me up a wall. And so everybody in Philadelphia has celebrated. Everybody in Kansas City, they seem a little bit more responsible uh, in their celebration as the Chiefs beat the Bengals 23 
to 20. And we know all of the storylines. But for the Bengals, this is a this is a bittersweet way to go out. Here you have Patrick Mahomes going into the game with a high ankle sprain. They didn't get pressure on him the way that I thought he would be pressured. Joe Burrow was sacked on the opposite five times. He threw two interceptions, ball bouncing all over the damn place. Uh, they weren't able to generate uh, any type of ground game, and it ended up being a close game, and we know what decided the game at the end. Joseph Asai pushing, shoving, lightly tapping Patrick Mahomes while he was already out of bounds. It was no doubt there was a penalty called. Uh, Joseph Asai said it himself, and that basically helped set the Cincinnati Bengals, or excuse me, helped set the Kansas City Chiefs up for a shorter field goal because that's a 15-yard penalty. Game over, Chiefs win 23-20. to It's not like the Bengals took advantage when they had the ball. I expected Joe Burrow to put some points up on the board and gave it back to the Chiefs. They had one more chance to win, and they did. But that doesn't take away from Joseph Asai's call or the fact that the referees on one play, the clock should have stopped, and a referee basically gave the Chiefs another chance at a third down. We had a 60-minute game. And I think most people understood that. Yeah, some of the refereeing was poor. It was a poorly ref game. I will agree with that, especially uh, towards the end. Uh, Holding calls that were missed. I think specifically uh, to our friend who's joined us here before, Orlando Brown. And so, yeah, if if you're a Bengals fan, you can look at the penalties. But that's, that's the league, man. That's the NFL. Ain't robots out there. Zach Taylor said as much. This game was not decided by Joe Asai or anybody else. Listen. It didn't come down to that. You know, there was a lot of other plays that um, just missed out on, and, and they made one more play than we did. What do you say to them, though? He was blown sideline. How do you try to take that out? It's hard. You know, this is emotional. We worked really hard to get here, and, um, you know, any play that uh, people feel like is left out there, you're, you're going to take it hard. And that, that's we want guys like that, that this means a lot to. They care about it. Care about their teammates. Um, Joseph's Joseph, Joseph's comes to work every day, man. He loves ball. He loves being a part of this team, and uh, it didn't come down to that point. Yeah, Joseph Joseph Asai. This man just got to the damn league. He just got to the NFL. Came out of Texas, and he was playing his ass off all game, and then then he lost. Well, he lose them the game. It's not just his fault. I mean, he was bawling. He was crying on the sidelines after the game because he caused the penalty. That helped improve their field position for the game-winning kick. And Joe Asai, for the most part, he appreciated his teammates. I mean, they did not move from him. B.J. Hill was standing next to him uh, during this session. Listen to Joe Asai show appreciation to his teammates after his screw-up. It was great you knowing that I had my the support of my teammates and um I just gotta I gotta like Sam was saying I gotta learn from experience and um I gotta know not to not to get close to that quarterback when he's close to that sideline if, if there's anything that could uh, possibly cause a penalty in a dire situation like that I gotta do better. He'll learn. I assume he'll get over it. He I'm pretty sure maybe he's still feeling it, but it's. It's not all his fault. 
I've said this all the time. I don't care what sport it is. Oh, yeah, these these last-second plays hurt. But ain't nobody out here getting robbed of an opportunity. Like, you control your own destiny. What are you doing to change things up? What are you doing to have an impact? Or are you just going to blame somebody else at the end for something that's out of your control? We know this is a part of sports. Jermaine Pratt, his teammate, fellow linebacker, he was emotional after the game. He didn't give a damn about Joseph Asai at that moment, that he he screwed up and, and that he helped lead to, or to an improved kick and field position. Jermaine Pratt was right behind Joseph Asai heading into the locker room, and I guess he was the one teammate who was vocal and wasn't happy. This is courtesy of Twitter. Listen to this. Yeah, very colorful. That was courtesy of Katie Capusta. She was right there uh, outside the locker room. And Jermaine Pratt, why the bleep would you go out there and touch the quarterback? Jermaine Pratt went to social media, you know, after the game and said that he was emotional and that he shouldn't be judged on that. And he actually spoke to the media today, and he says he regrets blaming Joseph Asai after the loss. Listen. I was emotional. I was in the moment. I was wrong. I would say I was wrong. As a man, you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I was wrong. I wasn't a great teammate at that moment. Well, good for him for admitting that he's he's screwed up. By the way, Jermaine Pratt is going to be a free agent here. For the Cincinnati Bengals, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, uh, Eli Apple, who is one of the most uh, chirp-happy uh, players in the entire NFL, Hayden Hurst, they're all going to be free agents, so some decisions to be made there uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, all of them will not be returning when, when Joe Burrow is going to end up with probably $50 million a year. Speaking of Joe Burrow, looking at the entire situation, going to the Super Bowl last year, beating the Chiefs, but being eliminated by them this season. Joe Burrow said this is a learning lesson. That's the great thing about the NFL. It's not not college where you only got four years. You got as many years as you want to, hopefully. Uh, So we'll come back, have a great offseason, and get better as a team, get better individually, and, and come back next year ready to go. Yeah, what the hell is he going to complain about? There ain't nothing to complain about you, Joe Burrow. I'm sure, yeah, and he's he's Joe Cool. He's easy. He's smooth. Joe Burrow, man, he, he going to be around. I'd say all things, all things being equal and even, if he's here for another 10 years, Joe Burrow is, is probably going to win one Super Bowl, but this is the Bengals, right? He's basically helped pull them out of the toilet. But he understands there's going to be chances and opportunities. Matter of fact, I know he doesn't want to see or hear more opportunities like this. And that was uh, Joe Asai hitting Patrick Mahomes late. This is courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network. 
Mahomes with a deep drop. Finish. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out uh, of bounds. And the Bengals no. push him after no. he was out of bounds. Multiple flags Ugh. are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Eight seconds left in regulation. And with that penalty, the Chiefs will be in field goal range. Yeah, 45-yard field goal. Let's Let's take a listen to what that sounded like. Harrison Butker, the biggest kick of his Chiefs' life. Placement is down. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high, floating in the air, and it is good! 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 Did Cincinnati call timeout? They did not! They did not! They did not! It's a field goal from 45 yards out by Harrison Butker with three seconds to go in regulation. Yeah, and that was, was pretty much all she wrote. 23 to 20. And so a lot of people will look at the end of the game and look at the final play and and blame the refs and look at other plays and holding and do-overs. And that's that's a part of the game. It doesn't make it easier for anybody to digest or take in, but it, it happens to everybody. Ask the Saints. I'm pretty sure you can go down the line and ask plenty of teams. That's just how it goes. You got to take advantage of the 60 minutes that you have in front of you. And it may not be easy to look into. It may not be easy to digest. It's part of the game. Ask the Bengals why they weren't out there trying to whoop on Patrick Mahomes in his busted up ankle. I think that was more of an issue than the officiating. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take your calls here. AFC Championship game. The NFC Championship game. We're going to get into LeBron James. I saw Luka Doncic dropped 53 points tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. And he did it while talking crap to them the whole way. We got a lot to do. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Wow, it's exciting talking to you, Mr. JR. You are clear, concise, accurate, and honest. I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. If you're a Bengals fan, you might not be happy with the results of. Yesterday's AFC Championship game, you might also be even more upset with the officiating. Which, you could say was crappy, it was. But I'm someone who isn't always just going to go out there and blame the officials on a loss. You can blame them on a play. But I would never look at a game and just blame the officials unless you really believe that they're out there cheating. That they're out there to throw the game. That they, I don't know. Uh, what, Chef, what was it? Tim Donahue? That was his name, right? Tim. 
It was uh, the NBA guy, yes. Yeah, it's him, yeah. And then oh. he came out with the book, yes. Yeah, yeah, he had to make money off of uh, being crooked. Uh, unless you suspect that to be the entire case, man. Don't don't blame nobody but yourself. I'm sorry. If it's basketball, you got 48. If it's football, you got 60. Exert your will on the opposition. Uh, understand that mistakes are part of the game. You're going to make mistakes. The referees are going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to make some damn mistakes. Don't worry. We'll get into LeBron James and those referee mistakes. We'll get there soon. 855-212-4CBS. John is here from New Mexico. Hey, good. how's it going? It's going very well, John. What's on your mind? Good, good to listen to you. You got, you got a great show going on. Uh, I just, you know, I was, uh, I'm upset with the officiating in sports in general, especially the Kansas City and Cincinnati game. And uh, when they called, they gave uh, Kansas City uh, an extra play when the referee ran on the field, and I think they were getting ready to punt, and they then they called a, a penalty against Cincinnati for. Uh, pass interference or illegal contact, and, yeah, and they, they said the clock was still, able to get it. And they yeah. said the clock was still and running. Then, yeah, yeah, and then at the end, I don't remember if it was the intentional grounding play or the sack. Chris Jones' hand was up in the grill and the face mask of the Cincinnati, and they didn't call that. You know, I mean, it was so obvious. They showed the replay over and over. And Chris Jones is a great player. I love him. But, yeah, he was you know, uh, one of the deciding factors of the game yesterday, yes. Yeah, and the intentional grounding, there was a receiver in the area. I don't know if it, they called it because the ball didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, but I was just so frustrated. And and then the Eagles and 49ers, when Shanahan didn't throw the red flag on the, on the brown catch or non-catch, I'm just getting sick and tired of these officials. They're getting paid a lot of money. And with the technology we have and the rules that are in place, if they can't get a call right, that's why baseball is going to go to a, you know, to a computer ump to call balls and strikes. It's just getting ridiculous, and it just makes me feel like, and a lot of my friends and my both my sons, they're going. You know, the NFL is just scripted. They got who they wanted, and they just, you know, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but Uh-oh. Come on, man. Get the calls right. Don't be such a uh, – it's just, it's just so frustrating. Well, and they, it's like they, I don't they, even want to watch anymore. The okay. money – Well, hold uh, on, The John. money, the ratings, all that crap, okay. the betting. It's just, all it's right. Well, hold on, John. I get professional it. Professional sports. Okay, John. I get it. You're not going to watch the Super Bowl? I'll watch it, but I, it just pisses me off the way things are going. Okay. I understand. Well, thank you, John, for calling from New Mexico. I understand the frustration. I'm not ready to call this this scripted. This is not the WWE. This isn't, well, I was going to say Vince McMahon is not here, but at one point in time, he ran the XFL. I know that wasn't scripted because the players weren't that good. These games are not scripted, man. These are real human beings who go out to bust their ass to make a lot of money first and then to try to win. These are real referees. They are human beings. These are real umpires. They got jobs. They go through training. They get hired. They get fired. They get elevated. They get sat down. These are real people. NFL is going to make money anyway. They don't give a damn. 
You still going to watch. I mean, the first thing you said is, oh, I don't even want to watch anymore. And I go, you really not going to watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm going to watch, but the NFL knows that. Well, they don't care. But I do agree with you. The one thing that changes officiating in any one of these sports is technology. But there's no there's no bum rush to do so. If you're the NFL, what's the what's the real rush towards technology? When the majority of the plays are accurate and correct, and you mentioned Kyle Shanahan not throwing the flag. That, that was by his choice. The referees missed it. Okay. I was like, oh, well, yeah, he did drop that ball. Devontae Smith did. Well, Shanahan didn't throw it. Every one of these sports can improve via technology. What they don't want to do is obviously slow the game down. I don't want to sit down at the end of any game and get replay and replay after replay and replay. I mean, we see that in the NBA. It's, it's nauseating. And sometimes they still get it wrong. The same thing in the NFL, looking at replay and replay and replay, and they still get it wrong. The referees are going to get this stuff wrong a lot of times in real time. It's going to happen. And so holding plays, these are gigantic human beings moving at fast speeds. They're going to get stuff wrong. I think most of us would agree the vast majority of the time they get things right. The players understand this. Teams understand this. League understands this. Do what you can do and do what you can control. Don't blame nobody else. Darius is calling from Seattle. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm excellent. <clears throat> I, I I actually want to disagree, and I understand where you're coming from. You know, I grew up. I was an athlete. I played sports, and I always had coaches. You know, my basketball coaches always told me, "Look, it's five on seven. The refs aren't going to be your friend. They're on the other team's side. You have to take it out of their hands, and you control your own destiny." So I understand where you're coming from philosophically, but at, at a certain point, there's only so much that you can do. To keep to, until you know the, the the refs are making ridiculous calls that take things away from you. I get the call on pushing Patrick Mahomes out of out of bounds while he's out of bounds. I get that. There, there was no question about that call at the end. Um, you know, Cincinnati hurt themselves with that. But there were there were other calls during that game, and I was doing homework during the game, and, and I heard calls that were being made that sounded like they were ridiculous. I can't tell you specific calls. But I, from what I'm seeing now, that game looked like it was rigged, man. Like, Roger Goodell seems like he's taking a page out of David Stern's book and setting up matchups. And I, I'm not the only person that thinks that. So, you know, it just, it, it just feels funny, like something's going on behind the scenes, man, for real. And I'm starting to think weird things about, like, the Seahawks throwing the ball away and not giving it to Marshawn Lynch. All kinds of stuff's going through my head about the NFL now. So, anyway... <laughs> That's 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 yeah. terrible, Darius. I hear you. Thank you for yeah. calling from Seattle. You know what? Being that I might be a little bit closer to the situation, uh, it's comical to me. I'm not telling you that that people don't cheat 
and that Tim Donahue's of the world don't exist. That would be naive. They do. But this is not scripted programming. And, and here's an even better example. In 60 minutes yesterday in the NFC Championship game, in 60 minutes of the game, it took one play by Hassan Reddick to change the entire complexion of the game. The competitiveness of the game, the player, the roster for the 49ers, it took one play by Hassan Reddick, and the entire game was changed, all 60 minutes of it. Everybody, every game gets 60 minutes. The Cincinnati Bengals could have had their play against Patrick Mahomes. The Cincinnati Bengals could have taken a different approach to try to attack the quarterback. I mean, we could have seen an interception that did not happen. There's a whole lot that could have happened in 60 minutes that the Bengals controlled. Roger Goodell is not upstairs pushing a button. Roger Goodell is not phoning down to the ref saying, oh, man, don't call that. Like, let's come to planet Earth. I mean, if we want to be conspiracy theorists, then that's fine. But just telling me that, oh, man, you got a feeling ain't good enough. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. And if you got a feeling, maybe you should run to the restroom. 855-212-4CBS. I know LeBron James had a feeling. He was bouncing around all weekend. We got a lot of people asking me about that. We'll get into LeBron James' feeling. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has a feeling. Kellen Moore has a new job. Uh, we'll get into that. I'll get some more of your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, thanks for having me on. I, I love your show. You're not the typical screaming head commentator. You're calm, cool, collected, and entertaining at the same time. It, it's a hard skill to match. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Obviously, a lot of thoughts on the AFC, NFC championship game. People want to talk about uh, the officiating. People want to talk about some of the winners and the losers. And damn it, we got two weeks to do that. A lot of the focus early on right now will be on the Bengals and how their season ended. And then obviously the 49ers. This is going to be a weeks-long, months-long process on what they do at the quarterback position now that we know that Brock Purdy will not be throwing a football for, at minimum, six months with a torn UCL. And so that's something that we will definitely uh, keep track on and we'll have no choice to do. I thought it was a foregone conclusion that they would try to move on from Trey Lance and get some draft picks back in, but it looks like they'll have to hold on to him as insurance unless they bring in somebody else they're confident in. We'll talk more about that as well. Uh, Speaking of the Bay Area and San Francisco, uh, uh, congratulations tonight to Steph Curry. He passed Wilt Chamberlain for the most career field goals 
in Warriors franchise history. And so tonight, the Golden State Warriors, they beat Oklahoma City 128 to 120. And Steph Curry, just playing out of his mind, what else is new? 38 points, 12 assists. He was 8 of 14 from downtown. He shot 60% from the field overall. Steph Curry is just a freak of nature. The Golden State Warriors are on a a mini road trip right now. But God bless them. At this point, they are a couple of games over 500. They are 26 and 24. And one thing I know no team wants to see or take part in is a uh, a Golden State Warriors resurgence. And a lot of their younger players certainly haven't stepped up the way that they would want them to. Uh, but the Steph Curry just dropping 38 points like it's nothing. We saw what he did in the most recent NBA Finals. So kudos uh, to Steph Curry. At the top of the hour, I am going to talk, since we're all about officiating, I'm going to spend some time on LeBron James, who absolutely went ballistic. What happened? I'm sorry? What happened, JR, with LeBron? Something happened this weekend? Oh, he threw, he threw a, I told you, he went <laughs> ballistic. I did say that. He went, he went ballistic. He, he threw a temper tantrum uh, this past Saturday, as we know, against the Boston Celtics. And so uh, we'll talk about his episode at the top of the hour. The phone lines are absolutely full and banging. Let's get to them. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's pick up the phone lines, and then I'll let you hear from Steph Curry. Uh, Mac is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How, How you are doing? you, Mac? What's on your mind? I'm doing well, thanks. Who do you um... – I um I'm not sure if you give predictions, but who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I'm I'm going to who do you some... think has the best best chance of winning? I'm gonna I'm gonna save some time to get there, Mac. We got like two weeks, so I'm gonna save yeah, some time. Yeah, okay? no. Are you excited about Rihanna performing? Uh, not not really. Oh gosh. Okay. I'm sorry. That's I don't right. I don't really care. I like Rihanna. I like her music. I like uh, what's the okay. one? What, one of my favorite Rihanna. I got to think about it. It's my favorite yeah. Rihanna song. Hold on, Mac. Hold on. Give me a second. It's my favorite Rihanna song. Oh, man. I don't I don't know. I, I do like Rihanna. I just, I'm not. I want to see I'm the game. To... I was fine with you the want... one last you year with Dr. Dr. You want to see the game good. Yeah, good. I was fine with Dr. Dre last year. I don't, whatever with Rihanna. That was interesting. I'm I'm interested in how it's going to be. I think it's going to be a bit of a dog fight with uh, Philly. Just kind of impresses me as being a really, um, really kind of vicious team. They're very mean. So oh, they yeah. they do things that that I don't like to see football teams do. Well, like and, what? Um, well, here's a little comment about the Cincinnati. Didn't he make that? The, one of the players made a comment about the Cincinnati mayor and and um, whoa, 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 that's that's Kansas then, City. Kansas City. Well, I got it all mixed up because I wasn't paying attention as it's well okay. as I should have. Well, well, Mac. Uh, but I'll let you go. Oh, thank at you, least. Mac. Okay. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> well, at least she said she got it mixed up. And by the way, the Cincinnati mayor was the one who was being a complete jerk. I'm sorry. I don't care what Kelsey said. He, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey took the approach of uh, why is the mayor talking crap about us? 
Patrick Mahomes didn't understand why the mayor of Cincinnati was talking crap. Like, I don't, I don't know where all that came from. A matter of fact, listen to Patrick Mahomes after the game say, yeah, everybody was just talking trash for no reason. Listen. Yeah, I think guys were probably the most pumped up I've seen them going into a football game. A lot of trash talk coming from a lot of different places. I think you got Burrowhead. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand he's the mayor of Cincinnati, so he has to think about something. But, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's something that you just got to play the football game and then let your play do the talking. Yeah, why, why, why is the, this, uh, this reminds me a few years ago, the mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, was talking trash to Trey Young. Like, what are you, have you been in New York recently? Like, de Blasio at the time, he didn't have nothing better to do than talk trash to, to Trey Young. We need to have mayors in all cities all over America just, just shut up. Like, stay out of sports. Just wish your team good luck and, and shut up. The mayor of Cincinnati is calling Joe Burrow Patrick Mahomes' dad. It's just like Patrick Mahomes a little too classy for that, I think. Anyway, I recently told you about Steph Curry and his accomplishment tonight against the, the Oklahoma City Thunder, passing Wilt Chamberlain for the most field goals in, in Warriors history. Obviously, the Warriors starting off in Philly before moving to the Bay Area. And tomorrow night, they'll be back in action against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Golden State Warriors are trying to hit their stride. And Steph Curry, he actually spoke to the media not too long ago and said that, yeah, it's a back-to-back game, but he's trying to play. Listen. I usually campaign to play every game, so that's the uh, misconception about load management and how it goes. It's never the player that's usually saying, hey, I want to sit. So for all those people that are worried about – that part of our, our league and all that, it's usually not the player that's going to the training staff and saying, hey, I don't have it tonight. It's usually the other way around, and there's a lot of science involved. So, yes, I will campaign to play, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah, well, we hear about that all the time. The players don't want to play, and they don't got the same type of heart, and it's uh, rather interesting out here. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and pick up the phone lines. Uh, Jared Payton is here. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jared? How you doing, my man? I'm amazing. How are you? Um, I'm doing good, man. I just got in the car. I'm in Chicago. I work at WGN. Um, Father's Walter Payton, who plays for the Bears. I saw you follow me on Twitter, so I followed you back. I just wanted to tell you, man, just refreshing to hear you on the radio. It's my first time hearing you, my man, and... You're killing it, man. You're doing your thing. So I was just listening. I wanted to give you a shout-out and keep telling you keep doing what you're doing, man. Well, thank you, Jared. I appreciate that. It's not every day that uh, you get a, a Peyton on the phone line. I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you. No problem, man. I didn't want to call about anything. I just uh, just wanted to love the show, and I'll be listening. And now let's let's hook up now that we, we follow each other. Let's hook up. I definitely got to get you on my show here in Chicago. No, no doubt about it. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'll meet you out in the West Loop. How about that? I'm cool with that, too. I'm going to be in AZ for the, the Super Bowl if you're going to oh, be in the Super So, yeah, my family hands out the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, so we're looking forward to that this year again. And, man, it's just it's good and refreshing because I listen to radio all the time. I do this for my business. It's what I do for work, to hear 
the voice and to hear how you, you go about your business, man. It's professional, it's refreshing, and it's, it's just easy to listen to. So I just want to say keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you. Uh, don't, don't be fooled anyway. But I, I'll see you out in Arizona. But before we do that, I can't have you here and not talk about some football, even though we're up against the break, man. How are you feeling about the games that we saw? I'm I'm with you, man. Playing, you know, in the NFL, playing at the University of Miami, I know how hard it is to go about, you know, this this profession. And I know where fans are coming from. I've been hearing it all day here in Chicago as well. Uh, I don't think that the NFL is rigged by any means. I just think we have to do better, especially the officials have to try to find a way to do better. And it's hard to do if a human element when we're talking about amazing athletes moving at, at high speeds. But I'm also with you. I don't want to slow down the product. I do want to get it right, but slowing it down too much is the reason why football is loved around the world. That's why we're seeing the game loved overseas as well. That's why those conversations are coming up about having a team over in Europe because the game moves. It's, it's the, the reason why the game of baseball is having the problem that it's having in this modern-day era where we're talking about social media and instant success and instant gratification. Um, so I, I was, I'm happy to see both quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not giving my predictions like you just yet because I got a little bit of time to be able we got to go two weeks. This. We got two weeks, Jared. Yeah, we got, we got two weeks. But to, to see what Jalen Hurts has done here in Chicago, that's the stealing of the model that I think we're looking at to have like for Justin Fields to put an offensive line around him. Also some, some wide receivers, some, some guys that can go up and get the football, build that defense in and out and we'll figure out a way. Hopefully in the net in three years, we could be in the Super Bowl as well. I think that's the feeling here in Chicago. No, no doubt about it, Jarrett. Listen, man, I'm going to see you out in Arizona. You talked about handing out your, 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 the award named after your dad, obviously Walter Payton and all the great media things that you're doing. Where can people follow you? At, on Twitter, at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. That's Twitter and also on, uh, on IG as well, man. So appreciate you, man. No doubt about it. Thank you so much, Jared Payton. A nice, pleasant surprise for hitting us up here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we'll, we'll get Jared Payton on the show, and me and him are going to connect out in Arizona for the Super Bowl. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs here getting ready to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And he mentioned the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Uh, We'll talk to him about that, his dad's legacy. Much love to Jared. Thank you to everybody listening out in Chicago, all my friends who are locked in on the score. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to continue on the phone lines. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. We're talking about officiating. I'm going to get to more of your calls. And, of course, we're going to talk about a big controversy over the weekend. LeBron James hates the refs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 